What's going on? So we back in. Welcome to the Performance Talk, home of the F1 Minute, the hottest, livest talk show for Formula One content on the planet. And we are about to talk about the Vettel 9 being equaled by Max Verstappen. So I got a lot of questions. Uh, not I have questions for you. I had got these questions. We're just coming out of a Wolves Den. Big shout out to my brother Thanos. Uh, got the family members in there to ask questions, take part in the conversation, which is what I love to do because so many of you come with some different perspectives, some different questions. It's an opportunity for us to all to get together verbally instead of just in the comment section talking. So the question I got over the weekend and more so from, you know, people that that are definitely Max Verstappen fans, but at that same time, they're actually, you know, they are what they are. We'll just leave it at that. They are what they are. And so the main question that was asked is, do you not appreciate Max Verstappen getting nine wins in a row? That's the question, right? That's the question that people want to know. Do I not appreciate Max Verstappen getting nine wins in a row? Is this something that, what's up, DG Big Blue? Oorah, Navy. And the question, is, my answer to that question is very simple, although detailed and explained, okay? Now, let me start here. I think that it is a very prestigious thing to get nine wins in a row. I do. I think it's a very prestigious thing to get nine wins in a row. Still, with that being said, a nice debate going on right now is Max Verstappen's nine wins in a row either more valuable or more impressive than Vettel's nine wins in a row. 2013. I really don't know how you even start to compare that as far as being realistic I do understand the question and the ask of the comparison so first thing I'm going to say is because a lot of people say I don't give Max his credit I'm going to give Max his credit any other time like I give him his credit for me to give him overly credit to make you feel comfortable about if I respect or appreciate Max Verstappen is totally fucking irrelevant I could care less I give Max his credit I give him his flowers win, especially when he does something on track that is worth mentioning. But what I'm going to say is this. I don't appreciate the massive capping from the Red Bull crew and from all of a sudden, right? This hasn't been going on. It's only started like as of recently, there's been this heightened thing about appreciate what Max is doing, appreciate what you're seeing. I also saw somebody tag me in a post on Twitter that said the same thing about Lewis Hamilton, and they asked me, well, would you not appreciate that? Well, the funny thing is that article said after five world championships, you should appreciate Lewis Hamilton. This is happening after three championships by way of two of them definitely being Fugazi of Max Verstappen. So five championships later, there's a clip saying we should appreciate Lewis Hamilton. Well, it's after five world championships. Maybe we should. Probably, yeah, maybe. Also, not off the back of breaching the cost cap or a scandal in 2021. But neither say there or not. I get it. But yeah, you should after that. DJ Big Blue, would they celebrate that hard if it was Lewis? Exactly. And I'm pretty sure these same people didn't. The same as these same people that are in awe of this Red Bull dominance. Yet when Mercedes was dominating, you were hating then. You didn't appreciate it. You felt like you were tired of seeing it. It's the same situation of a team winning week in and week out. But there are some differences. This team was not in a cost cap. Every team had the ability to spend what they wanted on how they wanted with their cars to develop. There's nothing to breach there. Red Bull in this era breached the cost cap. That's called cheating. All right. It's called cheating. It's straight up facts. So even in that same situation, there's a difference in the shade of the dominance. I'm going to say that. The other thing is people want to say, well, what about brake magic? What about DOS? Well, what about the beam wings? What about that? 
What about the fact that the regulations would seem to point directly in favor of Red Bull for aerodynamics when no other engineer on the grid would have as fond or experienced knowledge of that than Adrian Newey? What about the fact that they gave them a little slap on the wrist for breaching the cost cap, which didn't slow them down, and they still have re-benefits from that? There are things that you could factually compare and contrast to decide which dominance was more valuable or not. What about there being more competition and more competitive for Mercedes when they were going through that versus what you're seeing in a cost cap car, RB19, driven by very talented Max Verstappen? Pen. Uh, celebrate what a car versus go karts, and and that's another point. What they say, and and this is my thing. All right, this is my thing, and I'm I'm gonna stick to this. I'm gonna stick to this. Yes, what and this and listen to me when I say this because I'm gonna say this, and still people are gonna be like, oh, he didn't listen to what I'm saying. Yes, it is impressive that Red Bull as a team can manage to bring these cars in and out of these race weekends, including the sprints, including free practice, including all three phases of qualifying. And they have been probably the most reliable team that is a top team on the grid. Other teams that are in the back tendency, maybe not to push so hard or take unnecessary risk. They want to remain in front. They're working hard to keep these cars running. Their mechanics, their engineers, their strategists are working in and out. And I do applaud that. That is impressive. I also applaud and I say it is impressive for a driver because if you have the fastest car on the grid does not necessarily mean you're not going to push beyond where you need to and therefore cause yourself a very costly mistake. Max Verstappen has been one of the most efficient drivers on the grid. But then again, how hard is it when you're driving out front? You're not around a lot. Okay, just saying, have we seen him come through traffic? Yes, it's more impressive about the team as a whole, making sure these cars are ready week in and week out, because I've been saying it. Red Bull is do a DNF and they haven't had one, especially in Max's car. They haven't had one. It's another thing to come in. The, their pit crew is obscenely excellent. The Red Bull pit crew is obscenely excellent. I told you all at the beginning of the season and last season, it takes three phases of a team to be dominant, to be great, and to win. You need the driver. They have that. You need the pit crew and mechanics. They have that. You need the organizational structure and the strategists. They have that. They have all three phases, and they're pumping on all cylinders. That is impressive. Okay? That's impressive. Straight up. But no, it is not all godly impressive to me about just solely the nine wins in a row when you're in the most dominant car that was developed off the back of cheating in the sport. That is a fact. That's not, that's not unrealistic for me to say that. That is a fact. Two things can be true. They cheated. They're reaping the benefits from cheating. Still, them cheating didn't make Max Verstappen talented. Max Verstappen was a talented driver on his growth, on his way growing, because he had to grow through the ranks. Okay, and thank goodness he took the Toro Rosso deal over the Mercedes deal. Because to be honest, had he been at Mercedes... Me and Thanos just talked about this. He wouldn't have been on that seat retroactively. But then again, as we also talked about, this is why Red Bull have an obscene advantage over other teams on the grid. They have two teams at their disposal, four drivers at their disposal, not including reserve drivers, and four cars on the track at all times. So Red Bull can afford 
to do the Jerry Jerry Jones thing by picking and drafting and missing because they don't have to let it affect the varsity team in Red Bull because they can take their chances and their projects at Toroso at AlphaTauri without it heavily affecting them. And if they want to bring you up, they bring you up. No other team has that ability. That's not Max Verstappen's fault. It is a it is a very privileged luxury that Red Bull has that I also think the FIA and Formula One need to step in and sever because it is an unfair advantage. Other teams cannot take those chances because they don't have two teams, four drivers and four cars. That's like you in football. You're going to let another team have 13 players on on the field versus the 11. No. You got 12 players on the field, the other team catches it, it's a penalty. If they don't catch it, you got away with what? An advantage. That's an advantage. Okay? So then we get into this whole thing about does Wolfpack, uh, DG Big Blue says Red Bull Racing only became reliable because of the Honda Power Unit. That's very true. That's very true. Still and yet, a, a valid deal that was made respectably. I don't think there was any unfair situation that led to Red Bull having the deal with Honda. Although, Honda is the big reason why Red Bull is rely, reliable and why they have the power they do. Partially why they have the power to do outside the aero package. We get that. Okay? Honda is the reason for that. But we can't blame Red Bull, Red Bull for making a good power unit deal. Now, of course, all the smoke and mirrors about Red Bull powertrains, that's bullshit. The situation that happened with Porsche, they didn't want to relinquish control because Porsche wasn't going to have it. Now we're on the horizon soon as the new regulations creep up about their new power unit deal with Ford. Is that really going to happen? We'll see. Because I think Red Bull know better than not, if they actually take a real Ford power unit, they're going to suffer. So I am willing to bet that that power unit will be a clone Honda unit based off them having access to intellectual property and experience and information and tech. It's just going to be a clone Honda overbadged as a Ford. If Ford actually comes in with a real Ford power unit built by Ford from America in that car, I will be utterly shocked if it is heavily competitive in the new regulation era. If it is, I'll give full props. Full props. Is Max Verstappen great now? He's on the way. I think we have to be very careful with the great term because a lot can be said as far as what is happening and what he's able to do. A lot is said about somebody that's great and the GOAT seeing how they respond to different situations, whether they're up or they're down. We've seen what happens when Max Verstappen is a front runner. And even while he's a front runner, he still managed to run Gasly off the damn track, unnoted, may I add, uninvestigated, may I add, and unpunished, may I say. Why would you do that? Every now and then, again, Max Verstappen gives you a peep of his real self and what I can tell you. We will see more than not has Max Verstappen grown when other teams catch up and things become competitive. That is what's going to develop his overall perspective of himself as a GOAT if he reaches that status. You still got to remember Red Bull is trying to eclipse, eclipse their own record right now that they accomplished with Sebastian Vettel. Four back-to-back championships. They just got equaling the nine wins straight. Highly impressive. Impressive as a team. I'm not really impressed with it as just a driver. Bum Spanker. Greetings, brother. Lewis is the GOAT, but I never heard complaints about Mercedes. No, there were plenty. Bro, there were plenty of complaints about Mercedes. Do you forget 
that even Red Bull themselves basically threatened to leave the sport in, I think, 2015 because of Mercedes dominance? If that's not a complaint, brother, what is? An entire team threatened to leave the sport because another team was dominant. That's a big complaint. When they had a lot more financial resources than Red Bull, then again, your channel didn't exist back then. This is My channel did exist back then. My channel was heavily focused on car upgrades and DIY projects. But in a, in a sense of talking Formula One, you are correct. But I will tell you this. I will say this. Red Bull had as much financial access as Mercedes because let's not act like Red Bull is not a very lucrative and financial company. Red Bull are so deep in money, it's not funny. Forget Red Bull gives you wings. Red Bull can give you cash. I don't see Mercedes in, sky, in, in a skydiving. I don't see Mercedes invested in aerobatic or plane racing. I don't see Mercedes in all of these other Red Bull sports that they have across the world. You cannot go anywhere without seeing a Red Bull can or Red Bull promotional car just the same as you can see a Mercedes on the road. Let's not act like Mercedes is just this all-time rich company and Red Bull is just this lonely, broke little David from Goliath. It's not true. Red Bull are very lucrative in what they do. They may be an energy drink company, but they have the money to do exactly what they're doing right now, which is win. They just spent too much of it outside of their other competitors. So I don't buy that at all. And yes, people complained about Mercedes when they were dominant. Plenty they complained. Bumpspanker, I meant complaints by you. My okay, yeah, yeah. But see, I'm not complaining. Oh, I got you, Bumpspanker. I'm not complaining about the Red Bull dominance. I don't mind the Red Bull dominance. You can't find me saying that I hate Red Bull's dominance. You'll find me saying that it's not the dominance that I care about. I'm cool with a team dominating. I was cool when Golden State dominated. I was cool when the Yankees dominated. I'm cool when Tom Brady and the Patriots dominated. Cool when the Cowboys dominated. Cool when the Spurs, when the Lakers. I'm cool with the dominance. It's not the dominance that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the things that surround and that are attached to the reason why they're dominant. And what I'm saying to you is, it's not the dominance that I dislike. It's the way they became dominant that not only myself, but others dislike. Anytime you become dominant by an exclusive and factual situation that can be attributed to cheating or a scandal, nobody on a full scale will wholeheartedly accept it. And that's got to be respected. Even you got to respect that. It's not fake that they breached the cost cap. It's not fake that 2021 was not a natural clean championship. That's not fake. That's what I'm saying. It's not the dominant. I'm, I've even got a clip where I say these things happen in sport. Red Bull's dominant right now. They were dominant before for four years when they ran back to back with Seb. That was cool. It happens in seasons. I'm not tripping about the dominance. I'm talking about how they became dominant. Extracts, good evening, Wolfpack family. Blessed to be a part of this fam. Jay, you are inspirational. Big shout out to Extrax38, another VIP family member. But I appreciate you all. That's what I'm talking about, Bumspanker. The dominance thing is cool with me. I don't mind it. To me, it happens in sports. I'm cool with it. It's the fact of how they became dominant. All right? That's what I'm talking about. And let's not act like it's not foul. Come on, let's not act like it's not foul. And, and guess what? It's cool. And I don't even this I don't even go all into if some people accept it or they don't. If you like it, you like it. I mean, if it's your team, it's your team, you're gonna like it. But you're gonna lose a debate when it comes to comparing it to other areas of dominance. 
if you're looking at factual breaches and regulations that were broken in order to start that dominance. But it's okay if you like it. You got the right to like it. It's okay if you support Red Bull as a team. It's a damn good team. It's okay that you like Max Verstappen as your favorite driver. He's a talented and damn near very exceptional elite driver. But still, I can go into some of the things he does that says, why the hell do you do that if you're so good? Why did you feel the need in the fastest car on the grid to run Gasly off track? Why did you feel the need to wreck Lewis Hamilton out on a race where he potentially was going to get his race win and then say to the public, I ruined his race, not mine? That is evidence of characteristics that I can't support. And that's where I have to shade. Well, Max Verstappen shades himself. I just call it out. But that's just the type of driver he is. And even still with that, you will find that I said Max Verstappen was on the rise and I was looking for him to be a champion one day. But how it happened is not respectable. 2022, shade of the cost cap. Also not respectable. This season, I can respect it. But you're still looking at a cost cap car. You're still looking at a car that is reaping benefits for spending over $2 million in a season where you were not supposed to. You're still looking at a team who elected not to participate in the cost cap mock so that everybody knew what was to be expected and then breached the cost cap. You're still looking at a team at a team principal that has heavily disrespected Lewis Hamilton, one of the greatest drivers in Formula One and still to this day. You're still looking at a team who has fired and had to get rid of multiple employees for racial insults or homophobic speech. You're still looking at a team that has accepted the fact that not only do they shit on their number two driver, they don't mind putting him out in the streets in public. Helmet Marco doesn't mind saying that he's drunk on tequila. Christian Horner doesn't mind dirtying him up, although Max has done the same thing. But I get it. You get a little bit more leeway and perks when you're doing what Max Verstappen is doing. I get it. And that's, that happens to all superstars. Superstars get a level of tolerance that regular athletes and subpar athletes don't get, and that's normal. Hey, no problem with it. It is what it is. But also it is said that you don't have to shit on one to raise another. Just saying. Let's not forget Max Verstappen's dad, while allowed in the paddock from doing the shit he's done as far as assault, as far as vehicular assault, Although somebody else's parent is not allowed and they didn't even have a, uh, uh, what do you, what do you call it? They didn't even have a dangerous crime. They didn't even have one of those. They didn't have that type of situation, but one, but not the other. Come on. Like, I'm just saying, but is Max's nine wins more impressive than Seb is the next question. No, it's not. It's not. Max's nine wins is not more impressive than Seb's. Is it impressive? Yes but not more impressive than Sebastian Vettel's. And that's just a fact. When you go and look at the races, go and look at the season, go and look at the amount of in and out wins between different teams and different drivers, go look at the first 10 races of 2013 and tell me it doesn't look more competitive than the first 10 races of 2023. Quantity is not over quality. The quality of Seb's nine wins is far better than the quality of Max's nine wins. And you all know this. It's okay that you like it, but don't try to act like one is as great as the other because it's not. That's just true. It's not. If you go back and look at 2013 and you tell me that, oh, yeah, Seb, you know, yeah, he didn't do, you know, it wasn't as an inter- Come on, man. Stop playing. Stop playing. Stop, stop, stop the bullshit. You don't have to bullshit in order to support your team or your driver, but you need to keep it real. Don't come here hating because I do keep it real. It's impressive. Max is impressive. Red Bull as a team is impressive. Shit. What else you want? 
But when you ask me, is it more impressive than Seb's nine? No. Is the Red Bull entering into another dominant era, especially if they went, they win in this season, like they're winning. Max is definitely winning and they're going to win a constructor. They're going to get there both. And that's going to happen. Entering into another stage of dominance soon to see if they're going to eclipse that four going next season, 2024 and who else know and who knows how long they're going to run. I'm okay with it. If that was the case, I still wouldn't be watching the sport. If I, if I hated it, I wouldn't be watching races in and out. I wouldn't be on the road traveling with formula one TV paid to my phones and my computer so I can catch quality. So I can catch free practice so I can watch all that. I wouldn't, I I wouldn't worry about it. I wouldn't worry about it, but I'm okay with it. Like I say, I'm just calling it like it is. It's not as impressive. Now, I'll tell you what, had Ferrari, and it's not Red Bull's fault that Ferrari didn't do what they were supposed to do. It's not Red Bull's fault that Ferrari fails to realize internally that they are screwed up and need to do more to fix it. That's not Red Bull's fault, nor is it Red Bull's responsibility. Okay? Ferrari dropped the ball. And therefore, Ferrari failed their fans and themselves to be competitive in this season. It's not Red Bull's fault. Uh, Boomspanker, leaving aside Max's personality, which, like you, I question, how many championships will Verstappen have to win fairly before you call him a great driver? Honestly, my normal number is is like five. My normal number is five. Like, he wins five. To me, I'm like, that's great. He wins five, right? That's that's great. But, but what also I'm looking for is, did he win five beating out on merit other competition that rise to the occasion when it was around him? I got to look at that too. He can still be great, but when he reaches great, there's level to greatness, Okay. And another thing that I'm going to say is this, and I'm, I'll leave that for another show. I'll do another show on that because somebody else asked me that question. Matter of fact, Bum Spanker, we're going to hit it up. But uh, yeah, if he reaches five, cool. But I'm still discounting those two. Even though he reaches five, I would say, Max, hey, he's, I mean, you get five championships. How many drivers have five championships? You got to look at that as well, right? So if you get five championships in which limited amount of drivers throughout Formula One history have not reached, you, you have earned the right to be considered among the greats. Now, in that room, there are other shades and levels of who and what is great and who is the GOAT. Now, he's not anywhere near being the GOAT. Lewis Hamilton is the GOAT. Before them, you want to say Schumacher, or you want to say Fangio. Max is not close to being the GOAT. There are some other things he's got to do and go through. Don't forget that totaling, totaling Fernando and Max, Lewis equal that. Let's not forget that. Like some of you, I don't think sometimes you put context to things when you really think it out. I think a lot of people want to write Lewis Hamilton off because he's not winning right now. I think that's what a lot of people want to do because Lewis is not winning right now. You want to try to act like he wasn't shit. Not you, Bumspanker, because you didn't already said it that Lewis is great. I'm not talking about you directly. I'm talking about people. But do not forget. Let's, let's not forget this. Lewis Hamilton still holds records that Max is not even close to yet by himself, by himself. Alonzo and Max together just equal the amount of podiums that Lewis Hamilton by himself hold. Don't forget that. And he's still not winning. So I lose respect for people, not personally, but when it comes to us talking about the sport and drivers, I lose respect and attention for people that will shit on Lewis Hamilton while your driver in Max Verstappen is working to reach levels that Lewis has already accomplished. So how do you dislike Lewis for accomplishing so many great things, yet applaud Max Verstappen for working and trying to do the same? You sound crazy. You sound crazy. That's what I don't. Re- that's what I don't respect. 
I don't respect that, and I don't respect you when you get in my comment section talking about, oh, Lewis shouldn't have this or that. If you really know, Lewis technically should have more chips than he got. Let's not forget they found illegal fuel usage, factually found it, and then chose not to penalize the team. That would have changed shit right there. We definitely don't have to go into AD 2021 anymore because you already know that was bullshit right there too. That's nine chips right there. That we're not saying because of Lewis's performance, he wouldn't have got it. Circumstances outside of his control kept him from getting it. You didn't penalize a team when you knew for a fact they had illegally cooled fuel. That's bullshit. You said here, broke the rules, broke regulations, did not implement protocols the way they should have, had back markers mixed with front markers, decided to start the race just for entertainment, and you screwed not only Lewis Hamilton, but several other drivers. That's a fact. They admitted that. So when you try to ignore that to polish up a turd, and that's the wrong thing because Max is not a turd. He's a very good driver. When you try to ignore that to support Downing Lewis, but upping Max, that's where you'll lose me. Because I know you're full of shit then. I'm just being honest. I'm just being real. Okay? So, yes. Uh, nine wins, completely impressive. As far as a team accomplishment. It's not, what's not easy, I don't want to hear Max and him talk about, oh, we don't know if we're going to win. Everybody can rest assured and bet money and win more often than far not that Red Bull, by piloting the car of the RB19 by Max Verstappen, is going to win a race outside of failure. That's what's impressive. No failures? That reliable? That's impressive. And I don't care if you want to say that they're not even pushing the car, they're sandbagging. If they're doing that, that's even impressive. You're telling me that they have more in this car and they come in every week not running unnecessarily to their top ability and winning races, that's still impressive. But don't sit here and ask me to try to compare one record to another because I just got to keep it real. Quality matters. That's all I'm saying. Quality matters. So, yeah, big shout-out to Max. Nine wins, equaling Seb. He'll soon very soon supersede that that's going to happen. He's going to get 10 wins back to back given that DNF doesn't happen, which can take place given that he doesn't make it. Cause let's not, let's be real. Max made several mistakes in quality and free practice that could cost him a race. Maybe, but listen, the other thing is the car is so dominant outside of the car being retired. Max always legitimately has a chance to still win that race. Unlike when you do things like Charles Leclerc and find a wall every time you're turning a corner and wreck a car. If Max doesn't wreck a car, if the car is not catastrophically failing that they have to retire or it fails on track, Max has an obscene advantage to win a race, period. It's not not going to say it's not his fault that they got that because I don't know how much Max knew about the situation that were unfolding. But as a driver, I'm going to say organizationally. Well, that's what you get when you spend two million more dollars. But spending that money, let's just be right. Let's let me be honest about something else. Just because you spend a lot of money does not guarantee you you're going to know what to do with that money. Just because you have a lot of money doesn't guarantee you're going to know what to do with it. And just because you spend it doesn't mean you're going to spend it on the right things. I got to give Red Bull credit. They spent, overspent, but they spent it in the right damn areas. <laughs> they knew exactly where they was going to spend their money. And they know week in and week out what they need to do. Point blank period. I mean, hey. Can't be mad at that. It is what it is. Shit. But no, Max's nine wins is not the same quality as Seb's nine wins. Max, is, Max winning his first championship after being in the fucking sport seven seasons, whoop de do. It, it was a false-ass championship at that. It would have been great, but it wasn't. And sometimes even lightweight, if Max had came out and admitted 
that it was Fugazi, I'd even give him props for that. Because it's like, shit, at least he knew. He came out and said it. This ain't the way I want to win. Regulations and protocols weren't followed correctly. The race is tainted. I mean, I know that I'm getting the award, but still, you know, I got to get another one to really cement it. So, but he, but the type of character Max is, he didn't do that. He's a spoiled brat. He's going to take it however he can get it. That's proven. He's going to take it however he can get it. You see what happens when something small takes place. He start whining and crying and acting like, oh, all hell's about to break loose. Calm down. Not to be confused with competitors always wanting the best because competitors always want the best as they should. But Max does not have the perseverance, the resilience, the integrity, or the character to withstand the hell shit storm that Mercedes has built for Lewis Hamilton and even Russell to have right now. He ain't got it. I don't think Max is in the sport until the new regulations era if he had to deal with what Lewis Hamilton is dealing with over at Mercedes. And he's proven that by saying some of the things he said in lieu of things not looking like he thinks they should look. Oh, sprint races. If they do more sprint races, I don't know, you know, if I'm going to stick around. What, bro? For real? Chill. Come on now, chill. You, 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 you know. You, 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 you want to do, do you want to come? And it, what's funny to me is people want to talk that Max shit up to down Lewis. But then when I start bringing out records, they want to start bringing out excuses out their asshole. Oh, well, well, Max just started winning. So is it my fault Lewis Hamilton won his first championship second season in? So? Is it my fault the top team wanted Lewis that bad they brought him in? So? Is it my fault? Is it anybody else? Is it Lewis' fault that he decided to go to Mercedes when they was just going to get started and he helped that team become what they were and did what he was supposed to do? Don't criticize Lewis if you're not going to criticize Max. Bro took seven seasons. Then what you want to say? Oh, well, he had to get he had to get with a top team with a better car. Oh, oh, so he needed a car. But you was dissing Lewis Hamilton talking about he had a dominant car. But you just said, when I was debating with you, oh, well, what was you expecting Max to do until he got a car? Also, so you cool with it if Max get a car, he can win in. But when Lewis had a car, he can win in. It was unfair. When there wasn't no cost cap, it wasn't a fuck fake breach car. Don't act like other teams don't develop things that are edgy in the regs and not meant for it. And then they are allowed to use it. Don't forget the wing Aston Martin made. They let them use it all season and then they banned it. Like, come on. You try to use things that are usually typical in the sport against a team versus shit that is non-typical in the sport. Baraka says, I still believe that it is impressive. It is impressive. It's a record no one thought would ever be broken. All that is true. But my question is, although impressive, is it as good as quality as Seb's record? And it's not even broken yet. It's equaled right now. Is it as impressive as Sebastian Vettel's record? That is what I was saying. It's not the same because somebody asked me that and I said no. I don't value it the same. Just the same as you're going to sit up here and listen to Alonzo spew that bullshit about Max's championships being more valuable than Lewis's. Bro, are you crazy? If y'all bought that Alonzo was selling, I got property on Jupiter that I want to sell you. No way possible. Come on. This is, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Like, just keep it real. I'm just looking at it. And if you don't like what I got to say, there's somebody who doesn't like what you got to say. And if you hear, listen to what I got to say, Jay, you missed super chats. Let me see. I'm glad you said something. I got Baracas. The mechanic, Jay, you missed my super chat on Karoon Chadwick. Okay, let me see what you said, bro. My bad. That shit must have went up too fast. Let me see. Oh, my bad. To hear Karun call Lewis an eight-time world champion and stand on it even though Martin Brundle tried to correct him was impressive. Thank you, the mechanic, which, by the way, is our newest and latest VIP member. My apologies for missing that super chat, my brother. Big shout-out to you. I apologize very much for that. Thank you very much for bringing that to my attention. Uh, not only the mechanic, because I missed it, but Baraka, 
uh for no for extracts thank you blue badge and that's the reason why i saw that shit too i really do appreciate y'all keeping me accountable my apologies again jay london says much love to the wolf fam i haven't been here lately due to work and life and i understand that life and work take precedence believe me but i'm hoping everyone is doing good we in here politicking chopping it up telling you know having some real talk you know having real talk and so that's what i gotta say and alonzo Bro needs to chill too, but congratulations. This past weekend, he had an awesome drive, uh, made that podium. Yo, I mean, that is what it is. Alonzo was driving awesome. He was he was driving lights out this weekend in adverse conditions. And that's another thing that I also credited Max for. In those situations, necessarily having the fastest car, although gives you a buffer to do what you did to make it to the end of the race and stay supremely out front still gets credit from me and i said that the mechanic no need to apologize fam i think it's youtube glitching yeah they do be glitching but i gotta you know i try to make sure i stay accountable for shit that i may have done or missing it's quite possible that i just missed it while i was you know going in so you know i don't ever want y'all to think that i excuse or dismiss y'all because i care very much for what y'all do here and y'all being here so i appreciate you my brother so yeah, that's, you know, it is what it is, but I'm just going to come on and I'm letting people know because people kept asking me and majority of people was haters just wanting to be like, hey, you know, it's just, yes, it's impressive. I said that. But when I'm asked the question, is it, is it comparable and is valuable? No, it's not. Because you got to look at all the circumstances around it. It's just not. <laughs> if you like it, that's fine. It is impressive, but it's not as impressive. It's not as valuable. It's not. But Still, I mean, Red Bull is dominant. They did what they needed to do with the money that they overspent with. They put it in the right areas. They got the engineer that's very fun, the ground effects. They have an excellent driver in Max Verstappen. They got a good, solid driver in Perez, which some questionable things are happening there. And we can look into that further. But still, nevertheless, Perez is still up there in the driver championship standings at number two. So... Still bringing it, but definitely we would expect to see more from him. And then there are several questions that are surrounding why we aren't, whether that's his performance or that's Red Bull's undoing. Either way it goes, there's questions there that people have about that situation. Same as we would not same as, but we can look at the situation between Aston Martin, Alonso and Lance. That's despicable. Lance has not gotten a podium. Alonso has seven. He's piloting the same car. We know for damn sure that Lawrence Stroll is not going to let Aston Martin belittle, sabotage, or derail his son with the nepotism seat. So the only thing that we legitimately can look at there is Lance is not that guy. And Aston Martin have decision making. We'll come back with another show for that. All right. So big shout out to you all joining me for this live. I really do appreciate everybody. We are on the very crest of another race weekend. I'm looking forward to that. Quali, we are going to be here this weekend at normal schedule, regular form. We're still going to have quality kickback trivia where somebody's going to have the opportunity to win a $50 or a $25 Visa gift card to spend wherever you want to spend it. We're also going to go into Finale Lap. We have a new VIP member, and soon we will also be giving away that autographed poster by Valtteri and Joe for the Million Grand Prix, the flood victims. We're going to be giving that autographed poster. I'm going to give it away to somebody. Bunsmaker, I thought, uh, I see your super chat right here. I thought the way that Max caught up with and passed Perez after Perez had 12 seconds leading was amazing. Has nothing to do with putting down Lewis, who is the GOAT. Yeah, that's it was. And that and Bones Maker, that also goes to several things that we could talk about, right? Like, let's just be real. Perez is although hope that Perez was legitimately going to fight for that championship because one, he, I, I believe he would have been the first Mexican driver of descent to not only win, but first lead the driver's championship in F1 history. We'd have to go back and see that, but I think that was on there. So it's always good to see somebody do, do something like that, especially for a culture of people and other people in the sport like myself that are watching, right? That's cool. It's cool, but it didn't happen. And you got to be fair. Perez is not as good a driver as Max, by no means. That Let's just admit, let's just put that on the table. He's not. Perez is not the driver that Max Verstappen is. But it is something to be said that in the beginning of the season, 
Perez was hot. So are you going to attribute that to certain street circuits? Or is that attributed to the fact that Red Bull heavily developed a car which is favorable for Max's driving style and not Perez's driving style? Several variables that can go into that. What would happen if the car was more developed toward Perez? We don't know, but we do know this. Max Verstappen is the better driver, and Red Bull would be foolish not to yield themselves in that direction, especially if they have a driver that is running away with not only the driver's championship, but the constructor championship. You can't blame them for putting their chips on the winning horse. You know, and let's not say horses around Christian Horner with all the disrespectful shit he said in regards to Lewis Hamilton, which is another reason why I don't I don't dig that dude for saying what he said on Drive to Survive. That was disrespectful and lightweight. You know, I might have to come see about you saying something like that. You know what he said. If you don't know what he said, go watch it. Catch the undertones of it. It's there. The mechanic says Perez ain't, but he's also an optimized F2 car in an optimized F2 car. And that's something else that people are debating and having to talk about because some of these things are getting to the point where Perez is not as good as Max, but he ain't that bad to where we should be seeing some of the things we're seeing. Perez is not that bad to the point where we should be able to see Max come back from a 12 seconds or so gap and just past Perez like he's standing still in an RB19. So yeah, it does leave to question and, 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 and understandable, understandable questioning that what is going on there in Red Bull to the point where Perez, who was clearly battling for the driver's championship within six points and all of a sudden fell off a damn cliff to not even be front row until this past, like that's crazy. And is, that lends very understandable for people to have valid questions about why, okay? And some people might just say Perez ain't that driver. You could say that. Some people might say Red Bull are playing with the car. You could say that. Some people might say Red Bull don't care about Perez ever since the whole debacle broke loose. Max Verstappen disobeyed team orders. He's the lead driver, and maybe he told them, I want to I wanna punish him for what he's done. You could say that. We may never know until years later what actually may be closer to the truth than not. DG Big Blue says our Red Bull will not win all the races this season. Their pace is starting to drop off and other teams are starting to catch up. The W14 is showing pace. That is true. Although we're going to need Mercedes to do more than show pace when they're at a slight gap. They're going to need to come together with pit stops, get that all together. They're going to need to come together with strategy and do a little bit more if they're going to gamble to to gamble safe, okay? At least split your gamble. Like, if you got a pair of cards, 18, 18, yo, if you got two face cards, split them. Like, if you're going to split, split. You got an ace and a, uh, you got an 11 and a 10, you want to try to double split. Make two hands out of that. See if you can win one, if not both. We're going to need Mercedes to do a bit better job with their strategy on calling the drivers in, on tire selection, and other things because they're dropping the ball in a crucial time where they can't afford to drop the ball. But big shout-out to that DG Big Blue Rock. That's That is true. That is very true. You know, they're going to – you know, things – Things are going to happen where maybe we'll see because still this question like what is the full capabilities of this Red Bull car? And we haven't seen anybody duplicate their entire design. At one point, kind of Aston Martin looked like the Green Bull, but since then kind of fall more in line with the rest of the cars, the water slide, side pods, and all the other good stuff. Uh, Bonds make a come on, man. Perez drove a sloppy race, and that is a fact. And Perez has driven sloppy races. That is a fat Bonds maker. He, Perez has had some races, some Grand Prix, where I can literally say that wasn't shit but bad driving. He made bad decisions. He pushed when he didn't need to push. He wrecked in Monaco. That was all him. That is very true, Bone Spanker. Perez has made some stinkers, period. He has. I ain't got no debate with you on that. You're right. Perez has driven sloppy at times. That's, that is a fact. He's been, he's been his own reason for failure. I can agree with that. Uh, the mechanic, W14 not catching to the Bulls. If their strategy is horrible, uh, shout out to Fucker Robert. <laughs> yeah, for real. Shout out to Ferrari. Uh, Fucker Rari, as my bro right there says. Ferrari just, um, uh, Ferrari, they, they just, they just, they, they're just bad. It's just bad all the way around. 
I don't know how much Charles can tolerate. And Charles, even this season, to me, I'm going to have to start giving him a fair share of what's going on because, I mean, this pit stop situation that Ferrari did, that was crazy. Ferrari are looking ridiculously, horribly crazy. Charles is looking like a driver who is is just bad at making driving decisions. He's a good driver. Ferrari to me are kind of capping his ability because they haven't they they their shit is strategy. As you saw, they screwed the pit stop. The development of the car has been off. They failed to want to realize that as much as Mercedes did. And a lot of y'all didn't listen to me when I said this. I said this earlier in the season. Y'all really need to pay attention to Ferrari. They just as bad. And here we are. I said it at the shakedown. Everybody thought it was so great. I wasn't impressed. And here we are with Ferrari. I don't think you're all impressed. We're waiting to see what also Ferrari is going to do. McLaren has come alive. They got a good rookie in Piastri. They've developed well in this season when they were down and it seemed like they were going to be out. They got another good driver in Lando. They're making changes and they're going to go into an offseason where they should have all their facilities online, their sim, their wind tunnel, hopefully. And I believe McLaren comes back a very strong contender given they don't make a development that puzzles them like Mercedes did. Now, true still they're going to be a customer team and that does limit them some okay it does limit them quite a bit compared to works teams like mercedes and ferrari that limits them there are other teams making decisions that are trying to get rid of that ceiling and that may benefit them going forward and that's something else mclaren's going to have to deal with and can they overcome that so we'll also see about that so there's a lot of interesting things that although in a dominant era by Red Bull that are still out there for you to pay attention to, understand, show me one team that has dominated since the beginning to the end till present. You can't. You can't because it happens in seasons and you don't know how long it's going to be, but you, I can guarantee you I can put a million dollars on it. I can put a million dollars on it. Red Bull will not dominate Formula One forever. Who's taking that bet? Who's taking that bet? It's a safe bet. It happens like that. So chill, you know, and, you know, enjoy the sport. Although they do a lot of silly shit, which I'm going to be live tomorrow. And we're going to talk about that because I feel like they've still been consistently inconsistent and I got to call it out. All right. So big shout out to you all. Thanks for joining the live. We will be live more this week. We're definitely going to be live for quality. We're going to be live for the for race day. So come join us there. And then we'll be live again off the back of the GP Monday for F1 Minute where you get to come onto the show. You get to debate. You get to talk. It's more about you than it is about me. So I will see you soon. Wolfpack out. Peace.